as a veteran, small business owner, what can we do for you? What we can all do for all veteran business owners is promote each other. My main mission was to look at tools of technology to leverage small business and give them more of a competitive advantage. My mission for Red Arm Bargains is very simple, to help vets. That story in itself, to run for Vista City Council, is a journey. I think this is an opportunity to really collaborate with those gone before us. It's really kind of a labor of love. And now your host. Welcome. Welcome back to the Veterans Radio Show. I hope that you're having a phenomenal day. Thank you for tuning in. Our Veterans Radio Show, we take our heroes in action while they're making it happen on a veteran community, and we bring the spotlight for them. I'm your host, Laura Torres, and we want to welcome our live audience on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Amazon Line, and of course, our podcast listeners. Thank you for your support. We appreciate your service. This is the Better and Ready Show, and without you, we will not be able to survive and have all these active listeners. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button and that you please share this episode with another veteran or military spouse or member connected to our military community so that we can continue to amplify our veteran community's visibility. We love seeing your questions, so please post them for our guests, and we will answer those for you towards the end. Thank you so much for your support. On this particular episode, we're traveling all the way to the Midwest. We have an incredible guest who is here to share with us all about his mission, Ben Killoid, who helps military dads come home to their best life. His organization helps veteran dads who are drifting from the decision to decision without any idea why they are doing it, but also he helps build relationships around them, reflect on priorities, and lots and lots more. So make sure that you visit militaryveterandad.com. This Veterans Radio Show is very excited and proud to bring Ben Kilroyd. Ben, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Never been better, and I'm always excited to talk about fatherhood and why I'm all in on it and helping military dads come home to their families. You know, when I got your your profile and I started reading more about you, I got very excited because this is this is a topic that it, it kind of hits a little a little internal gut feeling out here. Uh, and it goes past because, the business layers for sure. Like it's beyond just B two B. It's like this is family. What you walk into your door every day with? Absolutely, absolutely. So, but first, tell us about your military experience. You're a Marine Corps veteran. Tell us about your military experience and your early memories that you perhaps might remember. What shape up, shaped you up into Ben Kelly? So, right in high school, I wanted to go into computers, and I didn't really know where that was going to go. But I originally was like the Air Force, computerized, it's easy. Why not go for this? So, I talked to the recruiter, was going to go into the Air Force, and I was pretty much ready to go. Except the day that changed my life was August of 2002. And there was a church picnic with the Marine Corps recruiter having a bouncy house. And now the Marine Corps recruiter, I had just crossed off the Marines because I just thought they were a bunch of grunts. And I didn't want to be a grunt, so I didn't even look into them. But my mom's worried that I'm actually not exploring all my options. So she goes over and starts talking to him first. And then I go over and start talking to him. And next thing you know, I'm meeting him in the school office the next week. And two weeks later, I'm raised my right hand for the Marine Corps. So I would have been least likely voted to go to the Marine Corps. But it was kind of like those initial seeds and pressure that set me up for the success that really probably took another 15 years to figure out what the Marine Corps was setting me up for. But it laid the foundation for something that I'm now starting to build upon. 
That's fantastic. And then, so obviously in the, the Marine Corps, you know, you experience all types of challenges for personal growth, as well as for you to, to think about as, as you transition out of the military, about what you were going to do with your life. And so you decided to do all kinds of different exploration uh, careers and, and whatnot, but how does this military experience might've helped you shape your business mindset? The first one when I got out of the military was I got out with this itch that the Marine Corps was going to hold me back. The things that the Marine Corps measured me on shooting, running, I just wasn't good at. I wasn't good at the pull-ups. And I'm like, I feel like I'm meant for something more. But the problem was when I transitioned out, I just got stuck in what everybody else was doing. I got a job. I started a family. I was going to school. And all of that kind of headed up and collided itself in 2014 when I dropped out of college. And I was like, well, everybody said when you get this piece of paper, your life is supposed to get better and unicorns and rainbows show up. And now it's gone. Like, what is? What do you do when the grass dries up on the other side of the fence that you're getting ready to jump towards? And it was that kind of six months searching that allowed me to fall into this reignition of a connection with leadership. So the Marine Corps taught me these fundamentals of leadership and helping someone understand value within themselves and being able to pull it out and help them see that value that they can't see. Like one of the, my favorite things in the Marine Corps was taking a Marine other people had given up on and finding the Marine inside them and helping them see how they could tap into it and be that Marine that I could see. And once I realized that, then I started this growth journey of figuring out what leadership was, figuring out how to master its principles, apply them to my life. And now I've taken it to where I help dads apply it. And what I've essentially built up from this idea of leadership is how we lead ourselves, well, how we will be, how we lead our life. And it's all tied back to leadership. And the best part the Marine Corps taught me is we often talk about business with leadership all the time. What we don't yeah. talk about is how it relates to family. And it has more to do with family than most men actually realize. Exactly, and, and you and you are so right. You know, uh, it, it's it's your behind the scenes. You know that that your backup, your family, your milestones, your your hidden heroes, uh, anyone within your network that has that power. Right? Either they they provide good positive vibes towards your good wealth, you know, in your future, or they're the ones sometimes that maybe some of those not so positive comments might actually make you think twice before taking the next step. Now, but you created this amazing uh, program activity. You have a great mission as a veteran dad in the veteran dad community. Why did you create this? What was that early sort of experience or what early uh, uh, you know, situations were you facing as a dad that created this uh, concept for you? Well, it kind of starts with twofold. It was one within my corporate career as I was trying to figure out what to do, diving into that leadership. I was like, I feel like there's something more and I'm just not getting at it within the corporate life. And so I started figuring out like exploring side hustles and the whole entrepreneur world. And I didn't really find something that was fitting. So I just kind of started blogging. And so I started blogging, starting getting good at telling my story. And I went to a conference in September of 2018 and I ran into a military spouse and I told her my story of struggling to be a dad looking into my daughter's eyes when she was two and I was 30, be like, how can I lead you into your life if I can't even lead myself through mine? Like that dark question of like, who am I to lead you into life when I'm already having a hard time at 30? And it was that story when I told her that she broke down crying. And I was like, what? what? I, don't, I didn't understand what it did. And what I realized at the end of that story after a conversation with her is that her husband came home from war physically, but didn't come home emotionally. And my story resonated so deeply that it brought her to tears. And I was like, this is my mission. It was like a gut alignment that I had never felt before. And three months later in 2019, I launched Military Veteran Dad Podcast just with a simple mission to bring every dad home. And now over two and a half years later, that word home is actually kind of like my big thesis. 
that most men have been told to go off into life and build it with status, salary, and position, and just what you can define by what your external physical world. But home is actually a feeling that starts from the inside out, and you can't find it by going off into the world and doing something. It's something that you have to dig within yourself, find that comfortableness within yourself, and remind yourself that you're not a human doing. And this is something we get stuck on within the military is we're not just human doings, we're human beings. And you got to figure out what that being component is. And that's that feeling of home that allows you to connect with your kids, connect with your wife, and really allows you to align and get excited about what you can do when you do come home to your family and really start changing the world by creating a just a, a new environment of what your family looks like getting connected together. That that's an incredible story, and it's you know it really hits back also some memories on, on my own. I know uh, my husband Hector also you know what a different dad he is now that he's retired versus we we're blessed with four kids, uh, twenty and uh, twenty three, and then ten years difference because he deployed multiple times, and then we have two younger ones. But what a different dad he is uh, when he was doing deployments uh, for the two older ones during the active you know teenage years versus now the two younger ones that um, that don't see him going in and out or any of that activity anymore. And and you're right, it's it's because he is now full presence, in full presence, mind, soul, you know, everything. And what a difference it makes. Uh, it, it made a difference too with the two older ones versus the two younger ones. So I applaud you for, for your great mission that you're doing. Now, as, a, as an early startup, of course, you know, trying to find your niche and trying to identify based on that military spouse story, what challenges do you think you faced um, as an early startup that you perhaps maybe should have thought about differently or what challenges that you can share with us? The I first challenge would be that I started listening to podcasts in 2015 and I probably had this like echo in the back of my head that was like, I think you could do that. But the problem was through my story, I didn't have a lot of confidence in high school. I had some confidence from the Marine Corps, but I didn't really feel like I belonged. It was kind of like one day they're going to figure out that maybe I'm not this guy that I think or that I'm a Marine. Like it was kind of that imposter syndrome. And so that kind of always led me to stay in the shadows a little bit. And the, I remember the first kind of thought as I was even get leading up towards. And if it wasn't for that gut alignment, I probably wouldn't have had the courage to go through it. But there was a common feeling of guys like you don't do things like that. And that feeling and thought permeated in my life a lot and kept me pretty normal. And But normal doesn't actually get you anything exciting. It doesn't get you the juice of life. It doesn't get you that connected feeling of knowing when you come home, like you can just rest and be comfortable with who you are. You've got to let go through that. And you've got to beat your ego as well. Like that's my first transition advice is you got to turn that ego switch off because it's going to have a conversation with you that is not in your best interest. And the more you listen to it, the more you're going to get pulled into a direction that's not the one that you want. And you're going to realize like, how did I get here? It's because you were listening to the wrong voice in your head. So it was that early voice of letting my ego do what kind of like the dictating and actually setting my limits, like telling my, this is as far as you can go. Or there's an early story in my life, sophomore year of baseball that I played. I did all the work in, in practice, but I only played two innings out of 98 the entire season. And that created this story that I didn't even access until Corona times when I was starting to go through some of my stories. And I was like, that kind of taught me that everybody else gets to play in the field of life, except me. I'm always going to be a bench warmer. And so for me, it was really, I wish I would have identified some of those core stories that were playing out in my life that were deciding how I saw the future or interpreting the lens of how I saw my future. And if I would have removed those stories or realized like, I can go on the field of life, there's nothing stopping me. The only thing that's stopping me is the permission to give myself to say like, yes, you can go out there. The only one person saying that you're a bench warmer is yourself. 
That's right. We are sometimes our, our biggest critics and that's what makes uh, our, our mindset sometimes just, you know, experience these very old personal challenges. Let me recap real quick, uh, man, for those of uh, listeners who might be just turning in right now. If you're watching this, this is your veteran radio show where we feature military veterans, spouses, and community leaders while exploring heroism, action, and leadership for those who are making it happen. On this occasion, we have Ben Killoy, who helps military dads come home to the best of their life. He created MilitaryVeteranDad.com, where is his organization helps veteran dads who are drifting from the decision to decision without any idea of why they are doing it. Better yet, helping them find a good, build good relationships and a good cause a mission for their own personal life. So, and so that's Ben has a great, great uh, personal story to do that. So I invite you to reach to his website and listen to his uh, segments that he has out there to offer for our community members. Now, Ben, what tips would you tell your younger self that you do know now that you did not know before? You kind of said a little bit when you were recreating a little bit your your story when you were in high school, and that, but as a, as a business mindset or a business owner or you know nonprofit leader, what would you tell your younger self starting out early that you know now that others could um, follow you as well? The single best piece of advice, and this applies to every human being that's listening to this, and most of us have it wrong, especially on the other side of Corona, because we're all kind of just kind of the weird feeling of talking to each other, that had I had this advice when I got out of the Marine Corps, my life would have exponentially moved faster and I would have saw more potential. So I'm going to kind of frame it first before I give the advice that most people go through life with a very narrow view of the American dream that it's based on how we were raised, it's based in the towns, it's based in the conversations, it's based on how we've experienced life up to this day. And so we see the future through the lens of our past. And the only good way that I've learned to change that is through conversations. You will meet someone that doesn't have that limiting belief, that doesn't even understand what you're saying when you say your limiting belief. You're like, they can't even really fathom what that feels like because they're in a completely different world. They make money in a completely different world. They make money through real estate or in so many different ways. I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation where I'm like, you do what and you make how much? Like it just continues to challenge and widen. This is the most important component. Widen my view of the American dream because it's really where you're going to be able to see where you fit in and where you can go. So the advice is the amount of opportunity you're going to have in your life is directly proportional to the amount of strangers that you're talking to. In the last two weeks, I went to two Chamber of Commerce events and had great conversations, and they were only needed to do one thing, say hello. That I'm a big believer that the most powerful tool that any person has to change their life is on the other side of hello through conversation. All you need to do is say hello and keep practicing it. Now, not every conversation is going to be magical, but every conversation you have makes it easier. So therefore, that one conversation that you don't know you need and then you have like that conversation literally can change your life. And you're always one conversation away. Like the potential of you walking into a room of strangers and not knowing who they are and saying hello to some random person. I've had so many serendipitous moments where I'm like, where have you been all my life? And it all came from just like, that guy looks interesting. I'm gonna go up and say hello. Like those moments will change your life repeated over time. And that's really where I wish I would have started that earlier because I would have started figuring things out sooner and it was really that advice that narrowly kept me limited on what I thought I could do because I didn't have enough people in my life doing things that I like almost kind of like you believe gravity until you don't believe it. It's like as long right. as I believe gravity, it's okay, I'm going to believe it. But then you meet people that maybe challenge it or do things that are a little bit different. That's really what most people need. And you can't get it other than conversation and just hearing what people do.
Absolutely. I mean, that's it's such a powerful message right there. I mean, you just don't know who is on the other side and what they have to offer for you. The better than and by by all means now, you know, I have a I have a, a new listening podcast right here and a new website to go visit because I want to be able to help my veteran dad uh, capture better skills and better uh, ways for him to communicate with our on. But uh, talking about relationships, Ben, I'm going to bring in our founder and CEO, uh, Joseph Molina, who has been an instrumental in creating and, and drafting all these great uh, partnerships as well as, uh, you know, supporting all these uh, random projects that we have done here in our community so that he can greet you and uh, welcome you also to our community. Joe, are you joining us? Yes, I am. And thank you, Laura. Welcome. For... Welcome to the show. Well, <laughs> well, welcome, veteran dad of the Veterans Chamber. <laughs> That's right. Chamber I'm also a veteran dad. <laughs> yes, and, and welcome, Ben. And uh, I really enjoy listening to your conversation. And I uh, appreciate your openness because you're expressing what many of us feel at some point. You know, in seeing the the elephant in the room or the or the or the mountain along the way, and saying, "How am I going to get there?" But I I really enjoyed uh, your perspective and seeing how it really takes for us to decide to move forward, kind of like military style. I always tell our team is like we work in a military style in this chamber. We move forward. It's just nonstop movement. And it gets us to where we are. But you're right. Uh, one of the things that I, I um, uh, kind of like to kind of resonate with what you were saying is the the mind talk, the internal mind talk, the internal messaging that we get all the time. And is that and one thing that I, I learned some time back is that we do have two different minds, and I think that's why you are referring. And and I'm I'm glad you're mentioning it because we do have two minds. One that, that, that tells us what it wants us to hear and the other one that we create our own, our own thoughts. But for some reason, we have the tendency to believe the other one more than our own. So thank you for coming on the show and sharing your experience and, and being able to kind of help other veterans going through and overcoming the challenges that you already have overcome. Uh, family for us is extremely important, and I think that's the foundation of anything. It, I believe the family is the foundation for everything. Everything else follows over that. But uh, um, so, just wanted to thank you and thank Laura for the opportunity to be, uh, you know, say hello to you in the on the show. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And by the way, we don't believe in obstacles. They don't exist. The only and obstacle we have is the one in our head. And absolutely. It's you you mentioned so many key words there. I want to tell a quick story about entrepreneurship sure. that I didn't fully understand. That I had so many ideas that I thought were my idea, and they were all good ideas. But the problem was they were at the base of a mountain. I looked up at this mountain and I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready to climb this one. What if I get it? What if I spend all this time climbing this mountain and I'm wrong? Right. And what I didn't know was you can't see your billion dollar idea until you change your perspective and altitude. Because as you climb this mountain, you see the world differently. You see the sunsets differently. You can see thousands of miles in the, in, in the future on the front end. And you right. can't see your next big idea until you get through this first idea. And I stood at the base of the mountain. Most dads stay at the base of the mountain with the, even worrying about trying to figure out like, 
can I even figure this out? What if I get it wrong? Like most dads right. get it wrong. We don't have a manual. It's about just being <laughs> present and figuring it out. And you mentioned something right at the end that I'm firmly believe in that what we do on this earth as men matters, but what we leave behind is 10 times more important. And if you truly want to change the world, spend 10 minutes with your kids because that 10 minutes oh will have far, far better dividends than even talking to a room of 10,000 people. Oh my gosh, yes, you're totally right. And that's, that's the core of our culture. You know, that's how we build the culture, the right culture, is by dedicating time to our family. With our family come, comes everything else, comes the foundation, the homes. I mean, money is just money. If we focus on money, it's just money. It's just numbers, it's ones and zeros. But if we focus on the real success, that's when everything else starts to multiply. So it's, it's, it's incredible. One, one thing I want to mention that you said right now about the mountain is like one of the things that I love about things that we do at the chamber, because we do a lot of programs. Hi, Laura. <laughs> we do programs all the time. But I see everything like a, you know, like a boxer. We love the, um, the opportunity to make it and the opportunity to not make it. So, you know, like it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because it's like, it's like learning, learning the value of failure, which we don't call a failure. It's the value of like, okay, let's move on. Let's do something else. It's like, it's like a river flowing through the, through, the, through, through, through the valley, creating its own path. That's when you're a, a, a founder of a nonprofit like yourself or anybody else out there, when you are creating the idea and you're making it happen moment by moment, moment by moment, inch by inch, it's like the river creating its own path. You are now that path. You are creating your own path. And that's extremely powerful. Because like you said, many people, they just sit and wait. But people like you, people like our listeners who are leaders, who are creating their own movement, who are creating their own nonprofits or their own businesses, they are driving that path. They are creating that path. And again, money is just money. Money is easy to make. Money is easy to make. And the money is just money, energy and it can go towards anything and it comes yes. from anything as well. Exactly. I mean, and you, you know, someone can have, a, I mean, it's just zeros. You can have $1. If you're a zeros, 10. If you're a zeros, a thousand, you know, it's, it's 100. And a thousand is just zeros. But that's what the real success comes is when we learn to overcome those challenges like you mentioned before. And with success, defines you when you can that you're able to define success for you now with how many zeros are ne i have next to my 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 name kind of thing so i want to thank you for that uh and 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 for coming on the show and sharing your experience and let us know how we can work together because we like to collaborate and how we can support you i appreciate that thank you yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm loving the total message of this segment, of course, everything uh, about it. But one uh, key piece that you just said a few minutes ago, which was dance, spend five minutes, 10 minutes, spend the whole day with your kids. Give the male spouse a break for sure. <laughs> so she can go, you know, career shopping or do a, an extra training or something without having to be like overwhelmed that. Uh, everything has to be carried on our on our heads. Oh, sorry, I'm talking now about me. Okay, <laughs> now moving but, on. But, but, but you're right, Laura. You're right because as veterans, we really don't think about that, especially when we are in, in the service. Um, you know, we go to work and we are busy and stuff, and we do our thing. But our spouses are in the house, taking care of the rest of the stuff, and 
basically without us, you know. So we think. And I'm a stay-at-home dad, so I I swing both sides of the aisle. Exactly. I'm building this business, and then at the same time, keeping the family running and keeping everything moving right. at home. Well, yeah. Well, congrats. You know, thank you for that. I'm just, I know yeah. it's, it's a very challenging time, but I'll stop Absolutely. now. I just wanted to come and say thank you, and and kind of uh, it's, it's an honor to have you on the show. And I want to thank Laura for allowing me to come and say a few words. And um, I always talk too much, but Laura's okay with that. No, that's okay. Thank you so much. No, I do okay. want to put Ben back on the spot and say, what's next for you, Ben? What's what's your next uh, mission or your next project or even enhancing your current project that you have going on? What's next for us? So I've taken what I found with military veteran dad, and I've realized that almost a lot of dads from every walk of life struggle to come home. We just call it different things. And if you think of the workaholic dad that needs to be at work, he stays late at work. He thinks that his only role is to be a provider. He doesn't have to have that emotional connection to his kids. He doesn't have to have that role to play within their lives. That role is where I'm kind of expanding towards. And I've created something, what I call the business of fatherhood, taking the same idea of home and helping other dads, not just in the military, take that same traveling course of coming home and connecting with their kids. Because it's that you're going to climb that corporate ladder of life and realize at the top that there's nobody there with you. It's the same happens with someone that serves 20 years in the military and focuses on their military career and they quickly get divorced and their kids don't really know who they are. Like you have to focus on both. Your kids need you in both of their lives. And the role of being a dad is one of the most important titles you'll ever wear. So I'm taking what I've learned with military veteran dad and expanding it to all civilian dads that really struggle to navigate that connection to themselves so that they can, can come home and be the best version of themselves for their kids. There you go. That's a beautiful way to. I have to a, I have put a quick question, Laura. Go if ahead, I may, I have a quick question for uh, for for Ben. Um, one of the programs that um, we're launching for on the, on the chamber is bringing the families together, and we call this the backyard barbecue. And uh, Laura is going to be hosting once coming up. I would love for you to think about it. Talk to Laura about the project and to bring the dads and the families together. So again, it's all about the family. Families together, whether it's a, in your backyard or, the, or at a park, but bringing these families together, local veterans, local families who want to reconnect, because that's something that we all want to do, want to reconnect. Then we can talk business, we can, but the thing is having the families for a moment of, of family fun. I appreciate that. And I love the idea that there's a lot of community and family connection. And so much of the society problems we have today have a thread back to fatherless homes. So the impact of this is I'm just touching the service. And there's so many other dads out there like me being dad influencers, helping change the narrative on fatherhood, because there is so much narrative that needs to be redefined within even just parental leave is some a classic example that we often talk about women's rights in the workplace, but we don't yet advocate as well for parental rights for dads within the workplace and giving them that bonding time just as important as it is for a mom. Right. It is. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, thank you so much. We really look forward to uh, setting up a lot of great projects with you, uh, Ben, and supporting you. Uh, and just real quick before we leave, what is the best way our community can can reach you and help you and support you? The best way you can spread the message is just let other dads know about Military Veteran Dad, the podcast. The Business of Fatherhood is also a podcast. It's a short daily five-day-a-week podcast. We're taking the little snippets of advice because the corporate dads are even busier and military dads are busy as well, but the corporate ones are just kind of go, go, go. So there's a short daily podcast for them. And the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Instagram at, at, at Ben underscore Colloy. Drop me a question. I'm always open. I'm an open book. 
I fully believe, like you might have noticed the transparency in my story, the easiness with that I shared that. I share that with ease because I've been sharing it for many, many times. But I do that to give you permission to go second because often many dads are waiting for that version for someone to give them like, he's told his story that was very similar to mine. And that is what gives you permission to go second. And that's the power of vulnerability. And so I do that regularly on the Military Veteran Dad podcast. I share my heart openly. I talk about my emotions regularly. And so if you've got, if you're out there and you're feeling like you need that connection, reach out at Ben at Ben underscore Chloe on Instagram. There you go. Thank you so much, Ben, for your great story and your mission. Thank you, Founder, for your support. And this is the Veterans Radio Show and Podcast, where we bring you community leaders who are making it happen. Thank you so much for watching. Please stay tuned and subscribe. Bye.